Are we rolling, right? Yep. Okay. Thumbs up back there. This is episode 293. Yes, that is the proper reaction of 293 podcasts. One a week. This is No Laugh Track, Acme Comedy Company's podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the host, and I have a first-time guest here that I saw last night. Yeah, he's excited. Oh, yeah. It's Mark Norman. How are you, sir? I'm good, good. I'm about to eat some chili. I'm gay. I uh, had a lot of press today and had a hell of a show tonight. I love the club, and I love Minneapolis, and I love pussy. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, happy to be here. Good, good. Uh, and Minnesota, of course, known for the chili. So you really picked the right. No, we're not at all. Oh, you're not. No. I don't know. You know, you're known for Prince, uh, Lucy Gooseys. What? <laughs> Juicy Lucy. Juicy Lucy's. <laughs> sorry. And uh, but hey, we're pretty Lucy Goosey. Yeah, you are. You're a cool city. You're like Portland, but less annoying. Thank you. And uh, I was wondering how that sentence was going to end. Well, yeah, because you you guys are kind of uh, you're fun loving, but you're st- is this Midwest? Y- yes, sir. Okay, so you're Midwest. So you have the nice thing, but you're not like uh, pretentious. I'll take that. And you're not um, like, oh, gee, shucks. You know, you're not all like out of the loop and out to lunch. That's because you're in the city. Oh, Drive a okay. little farther. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll stay in the city. We, we got we have plenty of those people. You've never, have you been? You've never been to Acme, correct? Never been to Acme. Heard lots of lore. Every, everybody says it's one of the best clubs, and I believe it after last night. Uh, there's about eight good clubs left, and this is one of them, folks, so... Get in, get on board, and get a seat and get a ticket. I was here last night. Uh, really fun show. Great Thank crowd you. for a Thursday. Yeah, killer. Yeah, um, and I was sitting probably three quarters of the way back and was definitely uh, next to a big fan of yours. Oh, is that right? A huge fan of yours. Um, probably an autistic fat guy in a wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that's my people. Uh, I, I I don't. Mm, he was his whole body was in the laughs. Oh wow! It wasn't just a loud laugh, Mark. It was. Like he was, he was bent over. It was all, really? almost fell out of his seat and landed on me. We were both that's, near the aisle. That's so nice to hear because you know I love my fans and all that, but I you notice a lot of my fans don't laugh because like I'll come out and they'll be like Tuesday, Norman. They'll say all my shit and yeah. I'll watch them throughout the show and they're just studying. They're not enjoying. They might be enjoying, it, but they're like, "Here he is! I'm finally seeing him!" And they're just taking it all in and not actually enjoying it or laughing. This guy was the opposite. Good to you hear. You were just doing the uh, setup, and he was. <laughs> oh, I love that! Yeah. All right, well, come back to every show, there, fatty. <laughs> Dude, I I left right away. Do you go out? Did you go out and chat with people afterwards? Have I a drink? Chatted. Or yeah, I did. I always shake hands and take photos. It's because I I have weird guilt issues, and uh, I feel. Like if they came out, I gotta say thanks. Most comics, like I, I opened for Amy Schumer and Louis C.K., and they'd get the hell out of there after a show. Yeah, but I could see why because about twenty minutes in, I was getting a lot of headlocks, a lot of like, "Come on, you pussy, you gotta have a lager." I don't know why I made them British, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of like, "You're drinking, faggot," and I was like, "Ah!" So I ran out the back door. <laughs> People who come to shows always want to like jerk you around. They go, "You're coming over here now," and you're like, "Well, I am a human being with uh, wants and needs, and you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I can." You could just say, "Hey, come over here, please," or "You want to come see this?" But it's always just yanking. 
It's a lot of that with fans, and, and not fans, but people who come to shows. I don't know why. Like, we're getting a photo. It's like, well, you could say you want to get a photo, but I don't know. My day started like that, actually. Oh, yeah? My wife said, make the coffee. Damn. Not, would you please make the coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. We're humans. Yeah. We're still people. Hey, it's the first thing you're saying to me in the morning. Let's be a little smoother about this. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I smell divorce on the rise. <laughs> no, no, I'm already, uh, I got it out, now I'm over it. Okay, good. Yeah. You, you got a vent. I've heard you uh, mention that you go to therapy. I've heard you talk about a podcast. Yeah, I yeah. Think on stage as well. Big advocate for the I therapy. I do not currently. It's been several years. Uh, sometimes this weekly thing is therapy is yeah ah, that, they, whatever works i think so you, you, could, you couldn't out. get by just doing that no no my podcast is all just like as many jokes as we can fit in and quick 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 puns quick jokes filthy slurs offensive but uh this is more of a conversation so i feel like this is better for therapy but mine again me and my partner joe list we're just so worried that people are hating us or not laughing that we just try to have as many jokes as possible. It's all about worrying. <laughs> so I got to go to therapy because I'm a big bottler. So I bottle, I bottle, I bottle, and I go to therapy and I let it all out. I uh, was listening on my drive over here to meet you today. I was listening to your interview on the radio. Oh, which one? WCCO. Oh, with the uh, the older the, guy. The, yes, the one you just did yeah. an hour ago. Yeah, at, I think I, at the time I, of this recording. I scared him a little. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah, he was kind of like, yes. a, lot of, a lot of neck stretching and pearl clenching. When he said something about, oh, I've been list- I listened to some of your stuff, and it seems like you've got to hold stuff in. And he said, ah, oh, no, actually. Uh, and then he said, uh, well, may- you know, does this mean you're going you're gonna to hold? You said, I hold it in. He goes, oh, well, you're going to explode sometime? And yeah. you said, oh, yeah, ma'am, I'm going to go sometime and uh, shoot up a school. Yeah, Whoa! yeah. He flipped. He flipped. Yeah. I was just trying to think of the worst thing you can do, and that was it. And he was like, what are you crazy? Crazy. He came. He gave me like the neck chop move. Like take For it real? easy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I love school. <laughs> Do you ever? So that, I, that clearly you don't have to worry. You don't worry about stuff like saying. You know, uh, thinking about your. You know, being at a club, being at a podcast like this one, where you could definitely say whatever you want, versus being on a like a raunchy radio show or a one that. Like that one, which really isn't. It's well, more of like, my parents are listening to that station. Yeah, I just have a thing of like, I hate the whole, you're going to come on our show, but you got to be clean, you got to be this, you got to be that. I'm like, all right, I'll be clean, but I still want to be myself. Yeah. And shooting up a school is clean. Say, that's a clean sentence. So in my head, I'm like, I'm going to say it, and you can't take everything away from me. You can't take, uh, you know, like my thoughts so i will not curse but i'm still gonna say shit i want to say in your clean rule realm yeah so that's why i say stuff like that yeah no i (laughs) it made me laugh all right well great i hope so and you know it's again it's a word i'm not shooting up a school and i'm not saying shooting up a school is good i'm just mentioning a thing that happens that happens to be a dark thing yeah now, this actually could tie in with what we were briefly talking about before we started recording, and I told you that uh, I was here last night, it was a great show, and you said, oh, I, f- I felt like I maybe offended a couple people throughout yeah. the night. And then I, I said, well, don't you, uh, doesn't that always happen, at least to somebody on a, on a set that you do? Yeah, I mean, now this everybody's such a narcissist that like you're going to hit somebody. It's like jokes like shrapnel. Somebody's getting hit, you know, with a, being offended, and... 
I don't care anymore. Now, I used to be like, I'm sorry, but, uh, but now I feel like a lot of the outrage is phony and, like, we have real problems and get over yourself and blow me. So I don't care. But it was weird because last night I had a good set, but the front row is all you can see, really, and they were not digging it. But yet I could hear. So audibly I was killing, but visually I wasn't. So it was a weird dynamic. But, uh, yeah, I don't care. I just go through it now, and I know the jokes, and I do them, and... I think a lot of the outrage is phony, so I just keep going. Phony is like it's like explain that more, please. It's a, it's almost a, a way to make it about them. I don't think they're actually outraged. I don't think they're at home going. He said this, ah, and they're pacing in their apartment and knocking shit over. I don't think it's real. I think they're just going. If I act offended, that gives me a personality. You know, now you know about me, and now I'm bringing it back to myself. And in this offended victimhood bullshit world we're living in now, you get to be the star. It's kind of like when you meet somebody or you talk to somebody, and they go, "You don't remember me," and you go, "No," and they go, "You don't remember me, huh?" And they're like, "What? What?" Now you're on your heels. You're like, "Oh, they're just making this about them now." Instead of going, "Shit, I got to be more memorable," they're going, "How can I make him feel weird?" Yeah, you know. So I think it's the same with people who get offended. They're just making it about them. Fair enough. That's all. Fair enough. And I, you're allowed to be offended. I'm not saying you shouldn't be offended. I, I grew up offended a lot by comedy. Uh, I used to hate the black guy doing the white voice. You know, like the, huh, hey, how you doing? Like that used to really bother me as a kid. And because, I, cause, cause white people don't sound like that? Well, because white people don't sound like that. And uh, I just hated I grew up in a black neighborhood, so I was always conscious of being the nerdy white guy. So when I heard that, it always kind of bummed me out. But I wasn't ever like, I'm offended. I would still watch BET and Comic View because I like comedy. But mm-hmm. I wasn't writing letters and blogging. And, you know, I'm not going to shut this guy down and hopefully lose his job. No, it just it bummed me out. Right, right. So it's just a way to make it about you. I went off on a tear there, but that's, that's fine. Yeah, I don't think they really care. It gives them a personality. It gives them some way to vent, and it gives them a an outlet almost. You go ahead and take a bite of your chili now before I'm gonna it gets take a too quick cold. Bite. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here Please. while you have a take a bite there. One of the first things. Oh. You, mm. Ah, yeah, good, thumbs good. up. Good, okay, good. yeah. yeah. Uh, great lunch specials here at Acme. Mm-hmm. For the record, if anybody uh, is, in, is in the neighborhood here during lunch. Great specials. Yeah, every very day. good. They change every day. Um, now, what was I going to ask you about? Oh, um, do, can I ask, like, about being offended at everything? Earlier yeah. this week, I don't know if this is already dead, but I'm just curious because you're the first comic I've talked to. The whole I Michelle Wolf. Loved it. I thought it was a killer set. I thought I, the jokes were great. I thought she hit both sides. I thought she did exactly what she was supposed to do. And... I love that the right, because the right was always like, come on, you snowflakes, it's freedom of speech, grow up, you pussies, and now they're yes. the ones doing it, and it's like, yes. ah, we're all human, we're all pussies, we're all cunts, now it's just about you, and like Dennis Miller tweeted, I was like, what, you're a comedian, what are you doing? So, yeah, that was in Roseanne's. Roseanne was like, the first rule of comedy is you don't make fun of people with more fans. Like, what? What the fuck That's all you that? do. That's what every that? roast. That's every roast. That's every joke. That's every soup and talk soup and all that you know, fucking late night shows. That's all you do is make fun of famous people. What, am I going to make fun of someone no one knows? That's not comedy. <laughs> Comedy's all about being the underdog and, and making fun of rich people and people in power. And that's what she did. I thought she nailed it. And I'm glad she didn't apologize, too. Everybody's apologizing now, and it's like, what are you doing? You're a comedian! And Kathy Griffin, that twat, <laughs> took her apology back. Yeah. Which like, ah, oh, no, you blew it, sister. You tried. And, I, and I'm, I'm on her side. I'm a comic. She's a comic. And the Trump hit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But she tried to take her apology back, and that was really, that was gross. 
Could you ever? What if they asked you next what? year, two years from now, to host? Oh the God, White I mean, House I, Correspondence Dinner. I mean, I was texting with Michelle Wolf the day before, and she was like, I, "I don't know if I should say this, but she was like, I'm so nervous, I'm terrified, I'm shaking.'" And I was like, "Look, if they start cringing and if they get weird, that means you're doing your job." And she wrote back the, the day after. She's like, "I thought about that a lot." So that made me feel good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I could do it. I would do it, but I don't know if I could do as good of a job as she did. Yeah. I don't know anything about political humor. I hate politics. I don't know anything about politics. I never write jokes about it. So I don't know who Mueller is or Comey or Pence at all blends together. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't care less. So I don't know if it's my it's not my gig. Yeah. But I would do it, sure. I, I can't I, say no. I'm maybe just a half a step ahead of you, but I get easily confused who the hell Comey Mueller yeah. is. Get, there's getting to be too many names. And it all goes away. Like, you know Michael Che? He's the SNL guy. Yeah. Yes. He's got some great points. He's a buddy of mine, and, like, some woman got fired for being a nurse because she typed the N-word you know, on Facebook or something like that. And he's like, why would they fire her? You know, she just wrote in her little thing on a dumb internet site, and they're like, well, what if she has a black uh, victim who needs help? And it's like, well, she's still going to help him just because somebody writes it and just doesn't mean they're the only one. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who feel that way who aren't writing it. Yeah. Are we going to fire them too? And I think that's that's a good point. Like, everybody sucks. We're all twisted. And a lot of these uh, super offended people, they're kind of bullies in a way. They're mm-hmm. bullying everybody. Like, that guy should be fired. Well, that's your way of bullying. You're just getting what you want. And then and then once they get fired, then what? They're just done? You're, you're Everything's accomplished? We've changed the world? No, you don't <laughs> care anymore. We just move on to the next thing. Right. Next thing with Mueller and Comey. He did this. Uh. All right. And then a week later, you've forgotten about that. Yeah. So. That might be a good thing that we move on so fast. I I mean, is it? I feel like if we care so much during the week, why wouldn't we care the next week? Because I think it's phony. Because it's, it's just, phony. Well, it's, I'm, I'm it's backing a, up what you said. It, a lot of it is phony. It's the same with the Me Too shit. Like, of course, these Harveys and Matt Lowers and Cosbys are lunatic. Brokaw. Who? Tom Brokaw's Brokaw, the newest. Yeah, Brokaw, Charlie Rose, R. Kelly. All these guys are, are sickos and gross and creeps. But... Like, what happened to Louie, I feel like, was almost like he just got swept up in the timing of it all. Oh, yeah. You know, what he did was 15 years ago, and he asked him, ah, I'm, I'm not defending his jerk-off uh, stuff, but I'm just saying, like, I, I, he got swept up in it. We get all wrapped up, and we forget. Like, then Aziz thing came out. That came out, and then everybody's like, well, this is getting a little silly now. What are we doing? We're over, we're, we're overdoing it. Yeah, and now, now women are just complaining about bad dates. Yes, exactly, which obviously are out there, and obviously women are whatever and all that, yep, victimized for and sure. objectified and all that. So we got to keep an eye on that, but, like, let's not lose sight of the real thing here. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Here, here. One of the things you first said when you came out last night was uh, you, I, you made some riff about St. Paul and Minneapolis. Have you figured anything out in the less I than have. 24 hours since I've been then? asking around a lot. I've been doing a lot of probing cool. because a lot of cities have that rival city, like, yeah. you know, or state, Kentucky hates Ohio or whatever the hell. So, uh, like, I was just in Raleigh, and they have Durham, and then they hate Durham, and then Durham hates Raleigh. There's always a rivalry, but you guys are so quaint and nice— then I'm like, how about St. Paul? And you're like, yeah, we like St. Paul. It's like the older brother, a little more quiet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. That just proves again that you guys are cute and lovable. <laughs> I uh, I was thinking about that this morning, and I was like, how can I describe it to him? Is How is, can I simply describe that to him from my point of view? St. Paul's where you want to live. Uh-huh. Minneapolis is where you want to go out and party. Okay. All right. That helps. 
I'm just every city I go to, I take it all in. I say it on stage, then I move on. So I just want to learn. Yeah. So teach me. I'm born and raised in St. Paul, so mm. that probably uh, clearly adds to some bias. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, St. Paul's a little smaller, but we have the capital. Uh-huh. Something to be proud of. There you go. Right? Yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, we're a little closer to Wisconsin, which isn't a good thing. That's our big rivalry. Oh, yeah. okay. Minnesota, Wisconsin, huge. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is all news to me. Okay. Now, you you grew up in New Orleans. You got that right. Where, who's the rival? Uh, City or state? Or I guess we don't have one, but... Obviously, our, there's a lot of football. We hate the Falcons. Oh, yeah. We call them the Dirty Birds. Yeah. I don't know why. And then LSU is in Baton Rouge. That's Louisiana State University, and they hate Auburn. I don't know why. Okay. So there's all that bullshit, and I try not to get swept up in it. But, yeah, from New Orleans, uh, born and raised, and uh, had to leave because there's no comedy there. Right. How long ago did you leave? I left in 07, so I'm— Gonna hit eleven years soon. Okay. Yeah, and it was a rough transition to go to New York. I, it's a really a young man's game. I was like twenty two, twenty three, and I uh, got mugged three times in a year. Landlord died of AIDS. Got bed bugs. The whole thing. <laughs> All true. I listened to you on one of my favorite podcasts um, with uh, Jade Larson, Ryan Sickler. The oh, Crab the Crab Feast. Good one. The stories, I'm not going to ask you to repeat any of those stories, but you told, I am just encouraging people to go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, you. please. Fantastic. I, the I stories them, that you tell on that episode. Thank you. Holy the, shit. Those are all my top story. I really pulled them all, all out the uh, pulled out all the stops for that puppy. That was uh, Those were my biggies. I was such a big drunk. And a, New Orleans is very lawless and very irreverent, so you, you, you end up, and we were just like feral cats where your parents were like, get out of here, go do shit. So we just got in all kinds of trouble. There's a story that you t- told on that podcast in, how can I quickly uh, just give, let's see. Lay it's about it meetings. Me. Yeah, you eat while I try no, to I put some words this. together. And you talked about, uh, it was basically banging some older lady, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the super fast version. And as I'm listening to you tell the story, I'm thinking of another New Orleans comic that I know that's been, on, that's been on this podcast that has told an, his own crazy story like that. What's, oh, really? You've, yeah, you've never heard his? Maybe, maybe. Was, did he fuck a girl in the woods or something? It, it ends, uh, I don't want to ruin it because people okay. should go back and li- it, Sean Patton's been on this podcast four times wow. at least, maybe five now. He told that on one of the first appearances and it's... The quick he meets a woman. Uh, she they end up back at her house at one point. A video starts playing on I think a VCR, mm-hmm. and it's her Whoa. on the sex tape. I've never heard this. Ends with a guy writing a check Whoa. to Sean oh, to get I know away. This one. I know this yes. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there are a lot of similarities with your story. That and I'm just wondering, is there something? What's going on in New Orleans with these older, horny well, older women? I gotta tell you, I, I first of all, people and guys that are like yeah. witnesses. Well, people go to New Orleans to. Get 
kooky. Like they go there like to get after it. It's it's always like Vegas, where like where what happens here stays here. This is this is a sinful city. We're getting into it. So that's already on your head. Add booze to that. You can drink outdoors. The beer is flowing. The the whiskey is flowing. So then you got that, and then you just got there's a there's a lawlessness to New Orleans. You know where you can just like run amok and and also this is pre-internet. So you you put all that into a nice big gumbo, and you got a real sloppy trifecta. So that's what it is, I think. Okay. Then there's the French Quarter. There's just a seedy vibe in the air in New Orleans. It's a gross, horrific, hoary town. You know, like people used to come there and get laid just like off the boats. <laughs> and it's just, that's still in the wood there, you know? Okay, okay. So that's what it is. And, you know, pre- everything pre-internet was all, always a little creepier. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great to not have a paper trail oh. of the dumb shit you did? Love it. Just Love your own it. stories? Yeah, of course. I mean, if I fucked this old broad now, I'd have a photo with her. I'd be following her on Facebook and Twitter. It would just be brutal. It's good. I'm so glad I grew up before that. I'm glad I have internet now, but I'm glad I grew up before it. For, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no Snapchat of me. There's no cell phone cam video of me doing that shit that goes viral and my aunt sees it, you know. <laughs> Because she doesn't listen to podcasts, your aunt. Nah, she's not that <laughs> hip yet. Are you a uh, you sports fan from New Orleans? I no? like the Saints, and like I, Saints? I, I always go to a game. I was hoping to go to a Twins game, but I don't follow anything. Or I love a, getting a beer and going to a hockey game or a, a baseball game, but uh, I can't keep up, and I don't care. People are like, can you believe they they traded Buner? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I, I got other shit going on. So I'm not against it, and I get it. And my friends always try to get me into NBA and all this stuff. And yeah, because New Orleans has a team now. We got the Pelicans. Yeah. We've had a, an NBA team for a while, but they used to be the Jazz. Then it was the Hornets. Now it's the Pelicans. Oh, yeah, that's right. So our names got worse every time. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Soon it'll be like the New Orleans Scarecrows <laughs> or, you know, uh, miscarriages or whatever. But, uh, yeah, so not a big sports guy. But I, I love a game. I love the unpredictability of it and all the competition. But I just, you know. I don't follow. Sure. Yeah, Twins are out of town. So no oh, dice okay. this week. Yeah. They had a game Thursday, right? Uh, no, they were in, they're in Chicago right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then I don't feel bad for missing it. No, you missed them by a day. You know, right. a lot of, but along those lines, actually, a lot of, I've noticed you New York guys yeah. come to town and only do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Not all of you. But some of you, well, Ro- Robert Kelly was here a little yeah. less than a year ago, uh-huh. and I brought this up to him. He's like, "Who the fuck's doing Tuesdays? Nobody's. Do- I'm not coming here to do a Tuesday." Yeah, well, he's an angry fatty. <laughs> but I think uh, I do a Tuesday here. I love the city, but I think that's kind of an old. Isn't that an older thing? Is that like an '80s thing? Like you do Tuesday to Sunday. But- Saturday, Tuesday through most shows here. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'd be down for that. But I think the yeah, us New York guys, we get cranky and <laughs> what do you what do you call it? Cabin fever. You got to get out of there. You know. Yeah. Fair but enough. I don't mind coming to the Midwest. I'm sick of going to the West Coast because that flight is such a cock. But I don't mind coming here. A three-hour flight is great. Chicago, Minneapolis, Detroit, all that's great. Yeah. Do you go to Canada? I love Canada. I go to Vancouver every now and then. I go to Montreal a lot, Toronto. Big fan of Canada. Right on. Uh, what better place to party, Vegas or New Orleans? New Orleans, by far. I mean, first of all, Vegas, it's just a bunch of fat losers in vegas it's like oh anybody who needs to go to a casino to have fun sucks (laughs) there's no culture in vegas we got the architecture we got the food we got jazz we got mardi gras we got the french quarter 
Vegas is just a fucking. It's just like a shopping mall with 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 sand. Yeah. And casinos and slot machines. <laughs> so we're way better, and you can drink outdoors, and you can drink. We have twenty four hour bars. You know, we got drive through bars. We got better drive through bars. Yes. What is that? You just go up and you get a. You know what a daiquiri is? Yeah. Yeah. We got daiquiri shops that have drive throughs. Getting a DUI in New Orleans is like a it's like hitting puberty, you know, it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> so Congratulations. Yeah. By the way, I heard the DUI rate here is pretty high. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean you guys drive everywhere and your booze bags, so <laughs> it's gonna happen. I heard it's one in six. It's almost like herpes. Yeah, I uh I, I've I've experienced that. You got one? Well, it's uh you know, it's all it's if you look up my record it will say careless driving. Oh, you you got it expunged. That's correct. Good for you, buddy, because yes. those things haunt you. Expensive lawyer. Good for you. You yeah. got to know a Jew. <laughs> Italian. Ah, well, the good-looking Jews, we call them. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I certainly know about that. Um, today is uh, people, you know, are all excited that Star Wars Day today. Oh, is May, that today? May the 4th. May be the fourth you. be with you. Oh, so we're boy. using uh, puns with speech impediments. I guess, right? <laughs> is that what that? I guess so. I mean, I feel like this whole day is just based around that pun. Yeah, is that it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, don't know. I did a little research. It's uh, no, because I've been a Star Wars fan, you know, since I was a kid, and uh, this thing was not around no. until up uh, about six years ago. Yeah, it's a Disney thing. Ah, uh, well, they're smart. I mean, it's just more promotion for them. Yeah. So therefore, I'm against it. Thank yeah. you, which is a great Groucho Marx. Whatever it is, oh, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm against, against it. <laughs> One of my heroes. Really? Yeah, I love He was a big influence on me. Love Groucho Marx. When I was a kid, I told my mom, I'm really into comedy. And she goes, I got the right thing for you. And she gave me a stack of Groucho tapes. And I was like... Oh, thanks. I was hoping to get some Bill Murray or something, but that's yeah, that's what she gave me. She's a little out of touch. <laughs> they were they were from her own collection, Groucho. She went to like a blockbuster and got all the Marx Brothers movies. Oh, okay. okay. Which you know, I guess I would have never seen them otherwise. But it's just weird that she went back to the forties. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but that's my mom. She's old school. Um, you've done Conan quite a few times. Big Six. Big six? Six times, but you heard it's changing format. That's what I was going to ask you about. What do you think about that? I think it's a bummer. I don't even know if they'll do comedy. Yeah, that that was my first thought. Is Does that get dropped then? I guess so, because I think it's almost going to turn into like an Anthony Bourdain, but funny. Like he's, where he's traveling? Yeah, because those travel thing. He went to Italy recently, and it, it, like, it went viral. People loved it. It's got zillions of hits. So I think they're just going where the 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 views are and... You know, late night is kind of a dying thing, and he was on cable anyway. Yeah. So I think he's the best one, but he's, I don't know if he's the best, but he's definitely the funniest. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you know, Fallon playing, you know, beer pong with uh, the Pope. So it's it's kind of just law. It's all just, what do you call it? It's uh, spoon feeding now. Here you go, you idiots, and we can't offend anybody, and we can't polarize or push buttons, so we'll just play games with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. And, you know. So, and that's doing well, so I guess they got to go that way. Well, be ready, because in about five minutes, we're going to bring out the wheel, and we're each going to spin it. To <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. No, no games here. Have you done Fallon? Yeah, I did the Tonight Show, and I'm, I'm proud of it. I just love that I have done the Tonight Show. 
Yeah. It feels good in my career. It's it's some kind of legitimacy. Okay. And it was cool. It's 30 Rock. It's in New York. You put a suit on. It's great. You've got to be one of the, and, and you've done Colbert as well. Colbert, Fallon, and Conan six times. I'm shooting for a Seth Meyers in the fall, so keep a lookout, folks, because that'll be a nice, I don't even know if I want to do Corden or Kimmel. Kimmel is not great for comedy. They do it in a different room. The audience has to go into another room. It's really actually really? kind of shitty how they treat the stand-up. It's like, come on, man. Put put the guy on the main stage, and what are you doing with this bullshit with the moving of the, the audience? So, yeah. Have you heard why? They That's do just that? how they do it. I don't know why, or I think they're just out of the loop. I don't know if I, – I honestly don't know, but it sucks. My friend did it, and he was like, I wish I hadn't done it. That's really strange. Yeah. Is it recorded at a different time of day than the rest of the show? They finish the show with Kimmel, and then they take everyone to another room, and then they do it like a comedy club style, but everyone's standing, and the camera's like above the crowd, so a lot of the, most of the crowds look at the camera like waving at them, <sighs> and they don't even notice the comic, and there's a lot of like wooing and woo, yeah, it's like, oh, well, this is not good for stand-up. No, no. So, I don't even know if I want to do it, but I, it would be cool to have all of them. I think I heard a woo from one of your big fans. All right, well, I don't mind a woo out of the gate, but on TV, you want to really kill it. You know, you don't want to have a woo crowd. You want a crowd that's listening and laughing. Let's talk about, uh, we've mentioned it briefly, let's talk about your podcast a bit. You're over, what, four years, five years? I think we're at five, yeah. Yeah, We're uh, we're out of diapers, (laughs) and uh, we're walking. Teething? Teething. Ah, Five-year-olds have teeth, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're still breastfeeding, though, sadly. But (laughs) That's that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. We're a weird group. I'm still wetting the bed. So, uh, yeah, it's me and Joe List. We we do it every week, and it comes out. He does the road. He'll go to Denver. I'll go to Minneapolis. He'll go to Austin. I'll go to San Francisco. We come back, uh, and we talk about what happened, and we do it in a comedic way, and I feel like we have a rhythm now and a rapport and our own language even, and it's 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 catching steam finally. Yeah. I've listened. All right. I'll it, take it. it it's, uh, yeah, it, it it's it's really good. You guys are really funny together. Uh, it's really interesting how you guys – like just the way you describe that is what it is and it's all of a sudden you'll just be like throwing out like words that you know uh i can't do it a good example yeah it's uh, a weird well it's all i feel like our stereo pod- stereo stereo pun a lot of pun a yeah. lot of wordplay a lot of in the moment a lot of off the cuff it's all stream of conscious i feel like our podcast is like a flowing river and if you try to just jump in you're gonna get fucked up <laughs> you kind of have to be in that river already so you got to get on early so some people can do it, and some people go, why would I get in that river? It's, the current's too fast. And you show up zero prep. Zero prep. Well, we, I all write things down like, I went to the bakery, and then we'll just go off that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, there's no prep. It's all off the cuff. And uh, I got to say, for being off the cuff, it's pretty funny compared to some pods I've done that are supposedly funny, but they're just like, so... I hear you like dogs, and the guy does his dog bit. Oh. You know? Brutal. Yeah. Uh huh. When you did uh, the crab feast, yeah, Ryan Sickler kept going. Oh, I got another. So did you give them a list? Of I stories? did. Yeah. How often does that happen? Because I, I gotta say, I often think, man, if I could do something like that, wow, 
it, maybe like the sh- everyone would flow a little bit better. Uh, but then I don't know. But then I like yeah. the way we do it here, where it's just this is I better. got the things I'd like to you know kind of lead you into, but I really don't know what's coming. And I I might throw something out, and you have some cr- or, you know the guest might have some crazy story. I'm like, yeah. where the fuck? I didn't see that coming. I agree. It's better to find it. I, I like that okay. better. Those every now and then you get the uh, set us up ones. Yeah. But that was okay because it set you up for a story. Yeah. But I got to say that pod was a lot of work because it was just like you sit down. There's two hosts and. And they go, what was that thing? Tell that story. And you're just, in, okay, and it's all on you, and now you're telling a 12-minute story, and they chime in every now and then, but you're like, I'm doing all the heavy lifting here. This is your <laughs> podcast. You you host this thing. Right. But, but it was still fun, and you get the stories out, which is nice. But, yeah, they really put it on you. Listening to your podcast, uh, I found out that Phil Hanley, uh, mm-hmm. for, multiple-time guest on this show, yeah, yeah, is Canadian. in the new Amy Schumer movie. That's right. He is. He's in it. He's a hot guy, and he's like a sexy date guy. And uh, Did you go see it? I did, and he didn't even tell me he was in it, so it was a fun surprise. He's a handsome devil, mm. that Phil Hanley. He used to model. I know. Which is rare for comedians. I know. We're, you know, gross, pudgy... Dorks, usually. Yeah, I've tried to tease him about it, and then it's like, well, wait, I'm teasing you because you made money for being good looking. You come out ahead in this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, I'm punching up. Yeah, but I don't know what Roseanne thinks about that. Uh, well, she's bananas. <laughs> By the way, I watched her show. Oh, and it's it's dumb. It's a sitcom. It's like the guy walks in, they all applaud, then he says some cheesy line, they all go ah. But it's a cool show. I mean, I'm not a Trump guy, but. By the way, that's a whole other thing. How people got outraged by the show. She's a Trump supporter. Like, really? It's a, it's a dumb, made-up thing. Get out of here. Like, that's where we're at. We have to fight about this. But it's pretty cool. Like, she's hitting issues, and the the, the sister is like a big hipster, progressive, mm-hmm. new-agey kind of chick. And then she's the old-school fat lady. And then they go back and forth, but they hit on everything, and they talk about current events. And it's, it's fun. It's a fun show. But everybody's just... You know, has to shit on it because it's a Trump thing, but it's pretty good. It's like it's social commentary. Yeah, my uh, my wife and I have watched. Mm, I don't know four the first four. Yeah, I think. yeah. I mean, it's cheesy and it's sitcommy, but it's it's kind of cool. Like it's like a throwback, and they're they're talking about real issues, and it's it's funny. Like they're making fun of it. I saw that the ratings are down from what they were the first several weeks. Oh, is that right? Yes, wow. but it's still strong. Okay, still strong. Not as good as it was. Ah, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because it came out of the gate swinging. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they did a really good job promoting the shit out mm. of it. I mean, it was nonstop for that month before. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah. Well, it worked. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, hard. It's hard to keep ratings up, you know, because there's so much shit out there. How about you and acting? Horrible actor. <laughs> I uh, just cannot. I'm so me. I'm such a you know person weird person that I can't slip into another role. It's hard for me. I've worked so hard to cultivate this. <laughs> right. You know, so now I got to go be a, a guy at a, at a funeral. I can't do it. Okay. But I had a, an audition. My auditions are notoriously horrific. And I had an audition once where I had to, I was sitting there with my dad and my dad dies of a heart attack on the couch next to me while watching a football game. So we're watching the game. I was like, oh, that was a good throw. And I'm like, uh, dad, Oh, come on, Dad! What, what, are you, what are you dying on me? Jeez, Louise! Ah, and they were like, "Get the hell out of here!" 
because you're supposed to really get in there right, and right. have a tear and yeah. you know freak out about your dad. And I was like, ah, you're dying. That sucks. You didn't have a method, you know? Like, no, uh, no, nothing. I had meth, <laughs> but uh, that's it. I just watched that uh, Andre the Giant documentary. Uh, I loved it. You watched it too? Yeah. I, you... I'm a big doc douche. Okay. Uh, God, it was so good. Did you cry? Did you shed a tear at all? I got a little misty, but I didn't cry. Yeah. It was so interesting. I mean, that's a fascinating story. It's amazing. It's uh, Yeah, I, it could have been six hours long, and I would have Same. eaten it up. Um, I just think that just popped into my head when you were talking about... Uh, the when Hogan in that documentary talks about how he was going to make himself cry, uh huh, and then he, he then it came ended up coming natural, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. That was Hulk Hogan came out of that looking great. Yeah, he uh-huh. really like blew Andre and made it about him and didn't take up too much. It, it was good. It was fascinating. You know, I, I like a documentary that gets into the person. You know, like I saw the Elvis one. Did you watch that? Did not. It's a lot of just surface-level shit. Then he went to the military. Then he made this record. Then he moved to Tennessee. Then he got Graceland. Then he did the road. And it's like, come on! Does he hate Jews? Does he like <laughs> fucking? Does he vegetarian? Give me something. Yeah. That's why I felt like the Andre one got in there, because they were like, yeah, he uh, he hated when he got upstage, and he hated this guy, but he loved that guy, mm-hmm. and all that. And he would... Yeah, I had no idea about the, he, he hated Randy Savage. Yeah. And I didn't know that he had a daughter. He didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. You know, I ended up looking, I, after I watched that, I looked up a couple, I'm like, I want to know more about this daughter. Why have, ne- why have I never heard about that? Yeah. And, uh. She hideous? She's. I mean, if she looks like him. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Enough not, said. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. No, she's. She looks like maybe the mom was King Kong Bundy. Holy hell! Well, that's a bad combo. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh I wonder who the woman is who took that dong. <laughs> right. That's quite a piano. Well, leg. I mean, they did talk about that. And yeah, like, they did. He's got these giant hands. He's got the giant feet. What do you think? Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, how big is too big? You don't want to sit on a. A uh, fire extinguisher over here. You know what I mean? Right. I guess the vagina walls are way more elastic than I once considered. I know. How big was that baby? Right. Clear. Probably just fell <laughs> fell out. I, I guess so. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Did you see this thing uh, that they and earlier this week? They said that Facebook. How are how active are you on Facebook these days? I've really cooled it on Facebook. It's just a big cesspool of anger and shit, and uh, I feel like people kind of develop these online personas that are nothing to do with their real persona. And I don't. I'll hang out with a guy. I'm like, I like this guy. Then he goes on Facebook, and I'm like, Ah, this guy sucks. <laughs> so I kind of gave up Facebook. I'll still post on like my fan page and all that, but like I'm more Twitter and Instagram. Okay. I like the photos. I like making a scrapbook. I like the tweets because it's just jokes. Something came out this week. Oh, I want to ask you about that. The Please. Joke, the tweets and the jokes. Um, Facebook uh, is going to change into sort of a, they're going to have a new feature. It's basically turning it into a dating site. Mm. Did you hear about this? I did not. You'll be able to opt into the service and turn your current profile into a dating profile. And then Facebook will find you potentially good matches with other single people who who you aren't already friends with. Wow. Is that creepy or really cool? Well, I think it's the end of an era. I mean, when they start doing shit like this, I think they're they're kind of looking for, they're reaching a little, 
you know, like Facebook came out of the gate killer like Roseanne, <laughs> and then now it's uh, trying to be something it's not, and that's never a good sign. Yeah. I mean, they'll make it work, and Facebook will always be around, but it, I think it's the, the end of uh, Facebook as we know it. I wanted to ask you, uh, as far as Twitter goes, I see that you put out, you're great. You're a great follow. Oh, Twitter. thanks. Uh, very I funny. That. I'm trying. I love tw- Twitter is my favorite of all of them because yeah. of the, you know, being a huge comedy fan, I get to, you know, can get that stuff. And uh-huh. then also news, great place to find news. Yeah. Try to avoid all the bitching and all that negative shit. But uh, anyway, how do you decide? Because I, I just. How do, how do you decide, you know, something comes to mind? I'm going to put this on Twitter. Nope, I'm going to save it for stage. I'm going to do it on, test it on Twitter, then do it on stage. Do it on stage, then do it on Twitter. I test it on Twitter and do it on stage. Uh, and a lot of stuff works on paper and not on stage. And a lot of stuff works on stage and not on paper. So I just throw it all out there. And I'm and a lot of people are like, you should be saving this. I'm like, why? So I can go, in case I go to Tennessee and I have one follower and he's like, heard it. So, no, I just test it out on Twitter, and then if it gets a lot of likes and retweets, I'll be like, all right, this is something. And I'll expand and expand and expand and make it a bit. But I always throw it out on Twitter, and I just like – I always loved quotes. I love, like, one-liners. I love Hedberg and Stephen Wright yeah. and Dimitri Martin. I love Mark Twain, and I love uh, Groucho. And I think it's fun to have, like, how many of those can you make in a day, in a week? So I like just throwing them out there. That's really cool. Also, it's like a time stamp. You know, I've had jokes stolen from me, and I go, hey, that's my joke. And they go, nah, I wrote this two days ago. And I go, I wrote it three years ago, and I show them the little tweet. Nice. So it's almost like a legal thing after a while. You've done that in person, or like you see somebody else's, and then you... You send them a link, you know, of like a photo or a screen grab of your tweet. Yeah. And then you go, hey, got it. Beat you. Blow me. (laughs) Have you ever been accused of stealing? Oh, yeah. Yeah? How does that go? A famous comic. I'm not going to say who. I did his joke on the radio subconsciously. Oh. I'm a big, uh, you know, anti-thief guy when it comes to comedy because I'm so joke-heavy and I love the writing and all that. Mm -hmm. But I was talking with another comic, and we were telling jokes that we like back and forth, and he told me a joke, and I go, oh, that's great. And, like... Months later, it was just in my subconscious, and I just told it on the radio. And the guy, all the guy's fans tweeted, you're a fucking thief, you stole that from him. And I was like, ah! I didn't even know it was his. I didn't know it was... We were just trading one-liners, and I thought it was like a street joke. Okay. So I said it, and then I got all the tweets, and I'll tell you, I got a glimpse of being a joke thief for like a couple hours. It's brutal. Okay. I mean, the aftermath and the backlash was insane. And this guy's really popular, so I... Got his phone number from a friend, and I called him, and I was like, hey, I want to just lay it all out there. I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your joke. I didn't know, you know, I didn't mean to steal it, and I did say it. It's my fault, but uh, it was, I'll never say it again, and I think we smoothed it over. Okay. But yeah. It, Bill, Bill Cosby's cool with it, Yeah, you Yeah, well, he knocked me out, and <laughs> things were different after that, but no, it was, uh, it was a big comic. It was really popular and super funny, who I, like, respect, so yeah. I didn't want that guy to hate me. Yikes. But yeah, we're cool now. That's good. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get in front of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Fair enough. His um, fans were pissed. His fans were pissed. That's no good. Um, we're 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 getting close to the time where I should cut you loose here. Is there anything else we should be mentioning? Uh, well, I saw you perked up when I mentioned bedwetting. Yes, thank you. Uh huh. I'm a but, big n- perk up noticer. Yeah. A uh, P U N. Well, you know why? Because that's again. 
What's going on in New Orleans? Sean Patton has that. That's right. What the hell's going on? Again. Literally, Mark, I've done 293 of these. Only two comics have had issues that they've talked about publicly. And the words of Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed, it's not supernatural. (laughs) I think it's just a combination of there's a lot of comedic bedwetters who aren't saying it. Sarah Silverman the other guy uh so there's a lot of that and i feel like me and Patton are kind of open books we're both just we'll talk about shit yeah. openly and i don't know maybe it's just a coincidence but yeah he's a bedwetter my friend had a great roast joke one time he goes uh yeah mark norman what's the bed sean Patton, what's the bed what's in the water down there besides your houses <laughs> great joke uh but yeah i don't know it's I, I just grew up wetting the bed and i guess sean did too sean still wets the bed so keep a lookout for that ladies <laughs> he gets drunk and wets the bed still at 49 or however old he is 49 he's up there 61 whatever so yeah i i i kicked it at about I think the last time I went to bed, I was probably like 25, but uh, he's still going. I um, And again, going back to uh, you on the crab feast, yeah. you told some bedwetting stories on there. Oh, yeah. I and... peed on a lot of ladies. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> or or staying at another person's house. like You were... Didn't have a place to live, going uh, to pee. <laughs> nothing more humbling than wetting the bed. You know, you have a great night, you get laid, and then you wake up, and you're like, ah, how do I get it? I, I would have walked home for miles in the sun, just soaking wet, just out of guilt and shame. That's a walk of shame right there, bedwetting. <laughs> yeah. The definition needs to be changed yeah. to that. <laughs> I've flipped a lot of cushions. I've blow-dried in the morning. I've put baby powder. Whatever I can do to stop the moisture, but it's can't stop it. Uh-huh. It's like ISIS. I <laughs> I got one. I did one. Uh, it wasn't the bed, but it was a couch, and it was about five years ago after getting so drunk at my work holiday party oh! that I got was getting dropped off at home uh, by the – I worked at a radio station at the time, was hitting on the sales manager. Yeah, you were. Who, was, who just – was leaving at the same time I was, dropped me off. What's his name? Beg- yeah. All right, all right, all right. Begging her to come inside with me. Ah, oh, you were begging her to get inside. hey And, uh, yeah, woke up the next morning. Did on- you? No, no. Well, it's probably for the best. Oh, no, no doubt. Oh, yeah. God, no doubt. And woke up the next morning um, on the couch in the living room in a huge pile, or pool, pardon me. Big pool. My own urine, yeah. Damn. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bitch, isn't it? I mean, you just, it's the first thing when you wake up. It's like just so, uh, it's just such a day ruiner. Out of the gate. It's not even like, oh, I got my coffee, and then I got splashed by some water, but a truck drove by. No, it's just instant. Depression. Yep. And then my next thought was, I have room. I have a roommate that had a that had a chick over. Did they see when they came home? Ah. Uh, Is it too late to flip the cushion over and pretend like this didn't happen? Yeah. Or so what, what'd you do? Flip the cushion over, pretend like it didn't happen. Found out two days later that yeah, they saw me laying there. Ah, oh, <laughs> God, this is, it's it's like uh, bringing me back, you know, to the to the many times I've done it. It's brutal, man. Yeah, we've grown up now. All right, we've all moved beyond that. Uh, Mark, thank you. I really was excited when I saw you on the calendar. Um, 
And I was like, how are we going to get this done on a Friday when he's doing a bunch of other stuff? So thank you for leaving the time to do this. And no problem. Thanks people for don't have it work. To, we're like, this is going to get posted today to get Great. people to come see the show. So Great. if you don't have tickets yet, get get a hold get of us tickets. here at Acme. Get tickets. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. We're sold out early show Saturday. So oh, nice. get some tickets to other shows. Thank God. Let's get some runoff. Yeah. Just like your mattress. <laughs> it's soaked in. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It soaks in. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Thank you, sir.